what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be, apparently. So there we go. Um, hello and welcome to the All Black Edition, episode 33. Um, it's Sevens Bonanza. We're going to have a quick chat about the Hamilton Sevens, or the New Zealand Sevens that were in Hamilton, or the Fiji Sevens that were in Hamilton, I think. is actually probably more appropriate. <laughs> um, we'll have a chat about the Sydney Sevens. Location. Uh, we'll um, also, location, location, location. Yeah, I reckon. Being a property man, you know all about that. Um, then... Um, Oh, yes, you've got your hat on too. Fantastic. We can really heat up in this lovely weather. Um, and then, um, I, think, uh, I, think, I think we should set the move by telling them the sauna box that we're in. The, really? <laughs> we, should, we, we could actually even introduce ourselves. Oh, that'd be a good idea. You go for it first. For Hi, I'm Ashwin. He is. He is Ashwin. I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving More. Thank you very much for joining me. And you know what? You could have one of these hats. As you can tell, Ashwin doesn't have one of these hats, but you could on Friday. Because actually, well, I've got Six Nations up there for. Um, because um, this Friday, the 1st of February, um, I'm going to open up a special club called the Bucket Hat Club. And we will be, um, or I will be, making available um, a bucket, uh, f- five people to join the Bucket Hat Club. And um, with uh, a bunch of donations, you'll get yourself one of these hats mailed in the post. So there you go. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and that will be coming up uh, when? Oh, Friday. Friday. That's what you said, Friday? I did. Yes. Um, which is, and today is Wednesday. So two more days. Um, and then I released that. Wow. It's so close. It's such a big deal for me. Please do sign up. It'll be fantastic. Um, so there we go. Little Paul waits. Little Paul. <laughs> 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 um, he does. We'll also have our regular, week, our regular feature of the week as who has left the country. Um, <laughs> or who's leaving the country. Well, Steve, you left the country. Yes, he did. Uh, and because Steve Chew left the country and had a chat in LA, we should probably start there, actually, and oh. have a chat about the world. Segway! Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you say it, oh. you ruin it. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> As you can tell, Ashwin has not been to broadcast school. I but, can't um, afford to go to Christchurch. But hey, um, as we're talking about um, Sydney, we've got Australian beer today. Um, so yes, so cheers with the VB. Um, yes, it's the wrong area, but Pack and Save doesn't have that many options of Australian beers. Back to our Sydney friends. There you go. Um, or our Gold Coast friends. Hi, Christian. Good to have you here. Um, so, where was I going? Oh, yes, I was going Steve all the way to um, Steve, with, with Steve Chu, carrying his bags to LA. So, apparently, according to the Times of London, that venerable um, media establishment... I know, you're the Englishman in the room. I'll take your opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> well... So, so the, the the Times was one. The, the Times London was one that's actually quoted in Shakespeare. It's not Shakespeare. Boom. Um, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. In Sherlock Holmes, he actually says that one of his mistakes was mis uh, misget or misrecognizing someone who cut out print print type from the Times as being from a local newspaper. So the hell. So the Times is even big enough to be in Sherlock Holmes, and that's how important a newspaper it is until Rupert Murdoch bought it. <laughs> Now, of course, hey, um, it's, uh, it's, it's any old thing. So, but they, they say, apparently, that we are going to have the rugby, the World Rugby Nations Championship. Are you excited? I am, because I'm from the South. And you like money. Money, money, like, money. We money! <laughs> yeah, we, we, we need money in the South, whether it's South Africa, Australia, or New Zealand. Or even, or even Argentina. I mean, or even hey, Argentina. Don't, don't yep. forget our, yep. our, our, yep. our American friends. Uh, Argentina. Uh, South American friends, those. Yep. yep. Absolutely. So, so, no, we need money. So, um, it, it sort of commented last night in the uh, Hash Rugby Chat Show was just like, you know, 
yeah, sort of like, yeah, I mean, the chances of it happening at this point in time feel pretty slim. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, you, you, you've not been reading your papers today, have you? No. Ah, okay, so you're, oh, right, you're Bring really me up today. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash. So Ashwin's working on 24-hour, um, so he, well, Ashwin's working off what the mail said yesterday, whereas we're now, we're now working off what the Times said today. So, right. um, so yeah, yeah, yesterday, yeah, last night we were talking about the fact that there was a big media organisation or venture capitalist fund or somebody going to throw money at rugby. Now we even have a structure as to what it's going to look like. Wow. Who's going to be involved? What re- what relegation and promotion is going to look like? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's um, and even uh, but we still don't know who's f- fronting up the cash. So, so, so it's a two tier competition, like a second first division, second division. If they got promotion relegation. Hold your horses, sir. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Because um, putting the cart before the horse here. You are because you've forgotten. This is this is uh, this is going to be touted as a north versus south, but in reality, it's Europe versus the rest of the world. Um, so, <laughs> what's um, what they've done is they've they've, they've, they've agreed to this. Now, uh, the initial suggestion was that everyone played everyone once. Then we had a bunch of semi-finals and finals, uh, and that would have led to a fourteen to fifteen week. Um, uh, international season, which would be longer than currently, which is about 11 weeks uh, for the Northern Hemisphere sides, 12 um, plus extras for the Southern Hemisphere sides. And uh, the and we knew that basically the clubs in Europe would throw their toys out of the pram. This was never going to happen. So, <laughs> funnily enough, that structure has gone out the window. But they have apparently agreed that this will this will start in 2020. Um, wow. And that this will and uh, it'll happen every uh, it'll happen every year apart from rugby world cup years. And what it's going to be is essentially the Six Nations champions at the end of the Six Nations. The Six Nations champions will play against the rugby championship champions in a one-off game in a, a neutral venue, probably the New Camp in um, Barcelona. Barcelona, which has um, hosted uh, top fourteen games and maybe even a European Championship Championship Cup game, I think. But anyway, um, so uh, so it's hosted that those sort of games. It seats over hundred thousand, so they can get plenty of people in there, which is good. Yep. So that's um, that's that that's the the kind of the, your first bit, but it is still going to be twelve teams. So well, let's back the truck up here. Yep. A, a Six Nations champion and a Rugby Championship champion. There's only two teams. Well, no, no, no. Well, there's ten teams there, isn't it? Currently, you've got the six nations, i.e., six teams, yeah, and the four teams in the rugby championship. Yeah. So it's a competition between ten teams, but just in two yeah, divisions. It's in, just in, the winner in, of the two competitions. Yes, but in two conferences, in two yeah. pools. No, he said that awful <laughs> word, conferences. Yeah, exactly. Boop, right. boop, boop. So we're going to have a conference system, <laughs> um, and Fiji and Japan will be joining the rugby championship, right, in 2020 next year. Wow. Wow, yes. I did now I did read I, I did see that but somewhere, obviously in my scanning, the fact that they wanted Fiji and Japan involved, and I didn't realise that was obviously to that level, so to speak. Yep. So in August, September next year, the rugby championship will be between six teams. Um New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, Argentina, Japan and Fiji. Quite the format of the competition is yet to be decided, or yeah. yet yet to be announced or whatever. It may be decided already. Yeah. Um But you'd imagine uh, that if it's over two months, you've got eight weeks, that uh, you're kind of restricted to how many games you can fit in. Yeah, you sort of think with, it becomes very Six Nations. With travel. Yes, you think it'd be five games rather than six, which it currently is, and or five rounds. And, and yeah, yeah not, not a home and away. Correct. 
which does mean does open some questions around Bledisloe Cup. So are we going to have two extra Bledisloe Cup games each year, or oh, all that kind of stuff? But that, let's be honest, that's part of the uh, that 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 that's uh, just sort of the, the the bits on the side. Yeah. So yeah, so Japan and Fiji joining. Then apparently the Pacific Nations Cup, which let's be honest, has never had a stable structure, plus the teams in the the, the Americas Rugby Championship. Will, will 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 merge and become a second tier rugby championship, rugby championship division two. Right. Um, so you're talking to their Samoa, Tonga, USA, Canada. So basically, Chile. E- each year, either Fiji or Japan will be relegated, and somebody from the second tier rugby championship will come up. That's the initial expectation until they improve. I yes. am a genius. Uh, but there'll be um, the way the way the, the way the Six Nations work is the team that comes last in the Six Nations plays the team that comes first in the European Champions Cup. Oh, yeah. So there's yep, a yeah, playoff yeah. between those teams. They have, so you start it's to not earn, automatic. It's not automatic. Yeah. So we expect, even though it's not been not been detailed, we expect something similar in the Southern Hemisphere. So hey, this gives Georgia or Romania the chance to mm. knock Italy out of the Six Nations, folks. That's the that's the major concession. Or England. Or. <laughs> Look, you could say France, you could say Scotland. They have all Italy, France, yep. and Scotland have all finished last yeah, in yeah. recent mm. times. Mm. Mm. England have not. Yeah. They did come fourth, oh, no, which I'm was an absolute okay. disaster last year. <laughs> so, look, it's yes, it's not going to happen. So anyway, no. um, so what we've got um, is uh, yeah, is is the big concession by the Six Nations is the fact they've gone and done this uh, is allowed promotion relegation which they've always said they would never do. Um, and the big thing by southern, the Southern Hemisphere or non-Europe, because to be honest, Japan is in the Northern Hemisphere, for those of you who haven't taken geography lessons, as are USA and Canada. Um, uh, it, does it have to be finished in the eight-week window, does it? Well, they've said that the, the, the rugby championship will happen in August, September. Mm. The Six Nations will happen in its traditional slot, mm-hmm. in uh, basically now, so mm. um, February, March. So you'll have, in April is when you have the playoff game. So the team that won this, the team that wins the, the rugby championship this year, which is a truncated one, you'd imagine would be in the final in 2020. Mm. So the first year it'll only be 10 teams because Japan and Fiji aren't taking part this year in the rugby championship. But you'd imagine that's Whoa. so yeah. much information to take in. So that's what's um, that's that's what's all kicking off um, yeah. from a New Zealand point of view. This is the All Black Edition show. Clearly, extra money's good. But no one has said how much money it's... No, no one's actually mentioned dollar figures yet, or even who's providing money. So, the figure I saw today okay. said $10 million. Now, I would assume that's annually. The figure I, the figures I saw was something like that, that uh, Southern Hemisphere nations couldn't turn down something like 10 or $20 million. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, let's make that nice. So, I, I saw 20 or 10 or 20. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, 10 or 20. To me, I, I don't know if that saves rugby in the Southern Hemisphere ta- in nations. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it might help them to retain top players at an international level, like so, an All Blacks jersey level. But the issue that the South Africa, Australia, and New Zealand has is your second tier players taking the big money offer in Europe, not not the All Blacks. I mean, the All Blacks. It's it's you know, if you're if you're your Bowden Barrett, your Bowden Barrett's not going to Europe for the big money. Before he achieves what he wants to achieve in a black jersey, he's going into Europe after he's done what he's done wants to do in an all black jersey. I've won a World Cup. I'll get another shot at another one. 
That's it for me. I'm off now. So they've done something. They've achieved something in it. It's the second tier player. Yeah, Sopo Wangas yep. would be a good example. Is that okay? He's a fringe All Black, um, but he's a top first class level player. The ten or twenty million is not going to keep enough money to be able to keep those players. No, it's not. And when we're talking, when we get into our next regular feature, you'll find that we have yeah, you've got your um, Sokwanga, Thakatoa, um, Tuamanga Allen, um, all at one club <laughs> in England. Um, it's not like it's, uh, that, that's across loads of clubs. Uh, that's just what one club can afford. Uh, and there's yes, as we say, the, um, the the New Zealand Rugby Union will not be able to cope fight with that. Um, especially as now, by the looks of things, this will mean that they'll be trying to sell the Super Rugby TV rights, the My Centi Cup TV rights, um, separately? separately to the uh, um, to the Rugby Championship, which uh, previously that's been kind of part of the part and parcel of the deal. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that um, so really how that pans out. The well, not the survive. I mean, obviously, it's going to survive. It's just in, in what capacity. But um, the, the the value, the money that's available at Super Rugby level will come down to what rights, what money they can get in for Super Rugby competition. Well, no, but and New Zealand Rugby will subsidise it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the RFU subsidise the Gallagher Premiership, for example. Yeah. So yeah, as you say, they, they subsidise it now. Yes. Yeah. But any extra money would have to come from really would have to come from uh, getting better TV rights. And the way that at the moment Super Rugby has got a negative uh, public image, you can't really see that happening. No. 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 Mm. Mm. So. Oh, it's, it's a tough one, you know, because it's like, I, I agree with you, but you just never know somebody turning up and going, oh, we need content, so I'm in a little bit of a fight breaks out. You only need two people for a bidding war. You do. Now, if Amazon... Are the people that the, that that, uh, that are behind this, which which is your um, guess, to be honest? Um, oh, someone like Amazon, but yeah, Amazon would be uh, with with your with your insider knowledge. Yes, absolutely. I mean, look, you even wear an, uh, an Auckland Rugby Football Union T-shirt, so clearly you know. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. So no, um, we haven't got a clue basically, but we have. But Ashwin's assumption is that probably Amazon would be one would be a good guess as to who's throwing money behind mm. this. Uh, is maybe they would also throw a bit more. To try, could come into a bidding war with someone like Sky, with someone like uh, um, Gone Blank, uh, Spark Sport, yep. uh, for Super Rugby. Yes. Something from left field. Maybe Jack throws lots of money and it becomes the Alibaba World Rugby Championship. Jack who? I've forgotten his last name. Jack Tarr. No, that's the restaurant. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the owner <laughs> I, of Alibaba. It could be, yep. yeah. You know Alibaba.com. Alibaba yeah, I do, but they're not the ones that have thrown money behind um, rugby in China, are they? I've gone blank as to oh, who yeah. it was. Yeah. Maybe it was Alibaba Sports. But uh, that, there was, that was £10 million a year, um, which, as I say, again, is about the same as a... or about the same as a, uh, a Viva Premiership... Oh, sorry, Gallagher Premiership um, salary cap, which, mm. across all of China, over 10 years... £100 million sounds like a lot of money, mm. but £10 million a year actually Ain't isn't. Not no, a lot. Right. So, so that just gets you up to, that, up to speed with that uh, as to what's going on. So, um, the um, Fiji Sevens. Fiji Sevens in Hamilton. In Hamilton, where mm. Fiji won for the second time. Second time. Sensational. And it's like, you know, you're watching it on TV. There's just blue flags everywhere. Um, yes. And... Uh, blue, that light blue. 
Light blue flags. Light blue flags. Light that, blue that, flags. That is, but we should differentiate. Because <laughs> Australia and New Zealand navy blue flags. Yeah. Um, it were, uh, yeah so uh, thankfully, um, one, one of my friends uh, and um, couldn't make the the Sunday, so he gave me his ticket. Oh, bonus! So, um, so bonus. So after I watched a couple of major league rugby games, yes, um, I popped down just for the semi-finals and the finals. Um, and yes, um, it was a little bit crazy, uh, to be honest. Um, I've been to the Hong Kong Sevens, uh, and it was not messy in the same way that the Hong Kong Sevens is, to be fair. But the number of fancy dress outfits were good. There were a few people who were a little bit worse for wear come the end of Sunday, which was good to see. Um, uh, and it was, and the, the crowd was crazy. But as I say, it wasn't messy in mm. the way that um, Hong Kong where the Hong Kong gets. You haven't um, been to Wellington, obviously. But no, I haven't been to Wellington. But this gives you an idea of the kind of sound with the beating. And that's before they actually were actually scoring, scoring the points. That's just them uh, walking out onto the pitch. Um, so yes, yeah, so as I say, it got they, the, the the Fiji fans were definitely good value, um, and um, the uh, the non Fiji fans were good, were good. And we're back again. Yes, sorry about that, folks. Um, so yes, uh, lots of Fijian fans there. Fiji played very well. The USA made their third um, final in as many years, which uh, sorry, not as many years. So the USA made their third final in the third tournament. Um, which is uh, very good for them. The USA are definitely on the uh, the rise um, in this tournament. Uh, and you've got to say that at the moment it really is uh, Fiji, the USA, the um, All Black Sevens, uh, and then everyone else behind them. Those oh, yeah. three uh, are definitely on track now to, to make the uh, to make the uh, Olympics. For the record, can I just say I picked Fiji and USA to be in the final? You see, this is our problem, is that Steve wrote this all down, so I don't have to believe you or not. <laughs> um, so, um, so, yes, unfortunately, Steve can't be with us tonight, um, but um, uh, for, uh, we, we, he's, he's all okay, don't worry um, about him. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, and, so, yeah, very good by, by them. Um, the, 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 also, um, the only thing, that, I mean, like, this is interesting, so the commentary that... Uh, I, I, Unfortunately, we, we keep having these technical difficulties at my place. Sorry um, about that. My fault. But um, Steve and I, we, we talked about it in the last week. The fact is that we picked the Fiji-USA or Fiji All Blacks final, Sevens final. Yep. Um, and whoever, and Fiji was always going to win because the USA and the All, All Black Sevens were going to knock each, the stuffing out of each other in the semifinals. Yeah, well, that was what I said. And that's, what, and that's basically what happened yep. with, what, 34-37-0? Yep, exactly. Mm. It also doesn't help that Perry Baker got uh, uh, his jaw broken by Tonga in the first in the opening game for the USA. Um, so, <coughs> Ma Baker is not going to be happy. No. Um, and uh, But that meant that uh, Colin Niles had a much higher workload than he would normally have. Um, and, he, uh, and so they, they couldn't split that workload between them. Uh, Colin Niles was shut down very well. Um, Oh, absolutely no space whatsoever in the final. In that final, up uh, before like, that, he'd been he'd been absolutely awesome. I, they, I, but, I just uh, I just think that the USA, you know, for some reason they, you know, obviously the pressure of the Fijian defence, but even then they struggled to create that space for Carlinos because they only need to create half a gap for him, and they couldn't do it. Yep. And and it was I think it was mental, it was physical and mental fatigue. Rather than the Fijian pressure, which there was huge Fijian pressure. That's obviously rush defence is a big part of the Fijian defence in sevens. 
Um, but I saw opportunities during the game. I was thinking, here's, because, you know, it's a second, third phase. Fiji's defensive line isn't quite set. So the rush defense isn't quite able to come up quickly. They've got that opportunity where they can get that ball out to Carlin Isles. And they took too long to get it to him. So I, I sort of think there's an element of, obviously, the, the fatigue factor, um, as we're aware. I mean, like, that's one of the big things is that... In the game, as you fatigue, your uh, mental ca- f- facilities also um, have issues yep. in making the right decision. Um, so, yeah, so congratulations to Fiji, but we say, yeah, having that, uh, have, they, they did have an easier trip to the final, um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how, how it goes in Sydney. Uh, that now does mean that Fiji have lost one game all year, which was in the opening tournament to the USA. Really? Yep. Wow. So they got knocked down in the quarterfinals uh, in the uh, in USA. Uh, sorry, in um, uh, in Dubai, um, and then they uh, they went through to they won all their games after that to win the plate or the shield or whatever it is you get put into at that point. <laughs> um, but they're, yeah, their only their only loss so far this season has been to the USA in that one. The USA have lost uh, um, have lost three games. Uh, in contrast, I think. Uh, maybe they've lost more than that, but I think it's only three. Um, well, maybe, maybe no, it can't be because they wouldn't have drawn. Um, it wouldn't come second in that so at the quarterfinal. Uh, anyway, but anyway, they, they've they've lost to, um, uh, to, to to the to the All Blacks uh, twice in the finals and to Fiji. Sorry, to All Blacks once in the finals and to Fiji twice in finals now. That Fiji team, if you're looking at it in the um, in that Hamilton Sevens competition, look very tough to beat. They do. Uh, and obviously backed up by what you just said with losing a game in the first tournament only. Yep. Mm. Um, it does go to show, though, that uh, it does. The, Sydney could be different. It could be. Um, obviously, it would be hotter. Uh, okay, yes. Um, irony. The irony of that statement is the fact is that Fijians come from a very hot country. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that, that that could be a factor actually is the uh, the heat element. But to be honest, we, do we know what the temperature the uh, the um, weather prediction is for Sydney this week? Because they do have cold snaps that come along. Uh, I, I don't know what this, but uh, about the temperature. But I was going to talk about the pools actually. Yes, was where I thought there was this is going to be different for them. So mm-hmm. um, the the team that will be majorly disappointed. In their performance uh, in Hamilton is, is England because England did not make the Cup quarterfinals um, of this, and they also fell out of the top four uh, in the overall rankings as well because of that. So, um, actually, we just let's just run through quickly the standings. So you've got Fiji uh, and the USA in first and second, mm-hmm. um, both on fifty-seven points. Um, depends on who you talk to as to who's first and who's second, but uh, it doesn't really matter, does it? Let's be honest. Uh, the um, New Zealand are in third on fifty-four points. So just three points behind. Uh, and then uh, you've got um, South Africa now have climbed up to fourth place on 44 points. So a good 10 points um, between them, gap between New Zealand and South Africa, which shows you the, the, the kind of, that's where the gap starts to open up. England in fifth um, on 38 points. Uh, and it, it's all pretty close after here. Uh, Australia sixth, Scotland seventh, Samoa eighth, Argentina nine. Spain 10th, Canada 11, France 12, Kenya 13, Wales 14, Japan 15, Tonga 
16 and Zimbabwe down in at 17th place. So Zimbabwe have played their two tournaments already. They're not going to get some invited to any more. <laughs> well, no, because no, no, you get 15 uh, qualify for every every single tournament. Yep, and then one regional team is added. So uh. Zimbabwe got Dubai uh, and South Africa. Tonga will have New Zealand and Australia, yes, Australia. and then they won't have any more tournaments. Right. Um, Hong Kong will obviously get Hong Kong and Singapore. Um, and, and so forth. I'm not sure the other. Um, and Singapore will get Singapore and Hong Kong? No, 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 just one. Oh, just one. Oh, actually, how I know, because Hong Kong actually is a bigger tournament, isn't it? It has more teams than there. It does. It anyway. does. Because so, I do anyway. remember Singapore playing, that's why. Yeah, they probably will do. Um, so there we go. So that, that's, the, uh, that's, your, that, that's your standings. But the pool. So pool A is Fiji, Samoa, England, and Japan. Now, Japan are going to get absolutely thumped, to be honest, in all three of those. Um, and that is go- that is the toughest pool out of all of them. Um, so Fiji are going to have to work uh, to, to get out of their pool. I mean, they don't get me wrong; they're going to win their pool. Uh, but after Japan, both England and Samoa are dangerous games for Fiji, um, and they're going to have to put a lot of work in on day one. Mm. Um, whereas, if we look at the USA, um, they've got Canada, Kenya, uh, and France, which is a much easier pool. Um, than um, uh, than Fiji has has got because I mean, it's got some. Um, uh, I mean, Canada's down in eleventh, for example, whereas Samoa are up in eighth. So the um, as I say, it's it's a much easier pool uh, for the USA. New Zealand have Scotland, Spain, uh, and Wales. Again, a relatively easy pool. Um, Scotland are, are, are a much improved team, um, and Spain have done some decent stuff recently, but still, that's not the same level. Um, and then finally, South Africa, Australia, Argentina, and Tonga. And the way that Tonga played, um, we got a little visitor here, uh, <laughs> and um, uh, and sort of uh, Argentina uh, and Australia, South Africa are going to have to um, are going to have to really work uh, to get themselves out of that pool. That's going to be a very competitive pool as well. So pools A uh, and pool D are both um, very competitive pools, I think. Absolutely, they are. And um, as you say, it's it's. England's the unlucky one, but do you only get a... Well, to be fair, I think Samoa's the unlucky one. Eventually they've got themselves to the quarterfinals to get to... Because the way that the seven, the way that seven tournaments work is the, the seeding and the pools for the next game, for the next tournament are decided on the last tournament. So once you get yourselves into that quarterfinal uh, of the cup competition, it's supposed to get easier for you. Um, but then to have suddenly got drawn uh, against England really has made it as tough as it can be for Samoa, for Samoa unfortunately. Yes. Not much you can more you can say about that, really. Um, for them. No. But... Um, so yes, yeah, so that's that's kind of uh, how it how it all all pans out, um, and the important piece then is uh, is, is really the, the the I haven't got it on here um, is to how the quarterfinals pan out um, and who plays who in the quarterfinals. I've not uh, doesn't include that on my. I have another way of getting it, so I'll just get it get it up while you have a. Was, no, well that's what I was looking for actually. I thought I, I had it, and then I had. 2016, which not really helpful. No, not really. Um, uh, I say so I have another way of doing it. I'll be there in a second, folks. Um, oh no, dear! dear. <laughs> Match schedule. Um, Let's try that in the Sydney Seven site. There we go. Okay. So um, to make matters even more interesting. 
is that um, Paul A then play Paul D in the uh, in the knockout sequence. In um, B play C, uh, and B's play C. So again, you're going to end up with um, New Zealand, the USA meeting in the quarter, in the semi-finals, um, and uh, you're looking at uh, Fiji having to go through probably Australia uh, and South Africa on their way to the final. If you think about it, though, that's correct. I mean, in a sense, that's almost correct, I think, because they've actually um, sort of, they came second and third yep. in, 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 the, um, in Hamilton. Yep. And they do use the previous tournaments to seed the teams. Yep. And so if they end up facing off in the semi-final, that's sort of about right. It is about right, yep. Mm. Uh, and I say, the USA and, the, and New Zealand should have easier days on day one. Uh, whereas Fiji are going to have a hard day one. Um, and if they come up against Australia in their home tournament, that's not going to be easy either for them uh, as, a, as a quarterfinal. Uh, and then we know that South Africa on their day, um, sure, there are a couple of players down on last year. So they're, not, they're not the force they were. Um, but again, coming up against um, uh, South Africa in the semifinals isn't a given either. Well, South Africa ran the, tested Fiji a bit. In, in, in Hamilton. Yep. Um, so it's not beyond, you know, the bounce of the sevens. Like, I mean, I, I know a, a comment that you put on, um, I think it was on Twitter today, about around referees and if you, and that. But I, honestly, I, 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 um, I can't think of the right word, but it's just the despair at the quality of the refereeing in the sevens. It is, it, it is a lottery. It's a lottery. So you can get... Uh, a random decision quick can end up deciding a semi-final or you know just give you that momentum because one thing I also noticed in the Hamilton and that's been happening anyway but really noticed in Hamilton is the fact is that you know big focus for the sevens teams is just make sure you hold the ball because if you ha- if you're holding the ball it's all happy all happy days you know you, there's no risk or there's minimal risk of of um, you know uh, of things going wrong there are, and yeah that's true and you see that's which is why they talk about the third set piece in um, uh, is, is the restart in sevens. Uh, and one of the major success points that uh, the USA have had is they've had Colin, uh, not Colin, wrong, wrong guy, he's too short, um, Perry Baker and, and um, Pinkelman, who both are very good at reclaiming their own kickoffs. Um, Fiji have done the same thing against, other t- against teams as well uh, in that they've managed to um, stop... Um, stop kickoffs as well. So yeah, it's um, there's there's definitely um, uh, there's definitely a lot of uh, what's me. There's, there's, there's the, 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 yeah that re, re, the battle for the, the for the um, for the kickoff and reclaiming that is uh, is is absolutely um, imperative. Absolutely. Yes. 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 I mean, like you know, it's it's massive in the factors that you, you know. Again, just the comment that I made. You want to hold on to the ball. So at that kickoff, you want to make sure you've just scored. You get your guys up there and tap it back, and have them surrounding the ball to to gather that ball back again. It's imperative. It's you know, you can fifteens. You can win a game of fifteens without the ball. It's difficult. Don't get me wrong. Difficult, but you can do it. Um, sevens is pretty much impossible if you don't have the ball. Yep. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's. Anything else on the old, the old sevens you want to uh, cover? Really? Um, no, no. I, I think you know because obviously we are the All Blacks edition with the sevens. It's just the way the tournament is. We end up talking a bit more diversely. 
things other than All Blacks. But, you know, again, something we talked about before the Hamilton Sevens is the fact is that the All Black Sevens are a very good unit. Yep. But they do lack genuine out-and-out gas. And and you saw that um, on the weekend at times, where the fact is that they, they actually got caught. They'd make a break, and they would actually get caught. So, they, you know, you got the top, top teams with the players. You, you, we keep mentioning your Perry Bakers and your Carlin Isles, and, um, you know, you've, you've basically seven Fijians. <laughs> Is that when they're in a gap, they don't they don't get mowed down. No, they're gone. Um, now, Fiji were the team that got the biggest cheer uh, at the weekend. Yes. Very clearly. Uh, but the team that got the second biggest cheer um, at the weekend was the Black Fern Sevens. It wasn't the All Black Sevens. No one was really that fussed about the All Blacks, to be honest with you. But um, but the the Black Ferns did get a uh, did did get a big cheer. Um, now they didn't have a uh, a World Series stop in Hamilton, but they did have the they call it the Quick Four Nations, yeah, Fast Four, the Fast Fours, or Fast Four, something like that. Anyway, yeah, um, which was New Zealand, uh, England, France, France. And, uh, and and China. China. Um, now I missed the the I'd say I was only there for the finals. Uh, so England uh, beat um, China in the B final, uh, and in the first final, uh, the um, New Zealand uh, saw off um, uh, France. Now, there were some comments uh, uh, on on, um, on Twitter, some saying, "Hey, look, uh, this perhaps might not be a, a politically correct comment, but that the level of women's rugby was beneath the level of the the men's sevens." Now. Let's just bear in mind as to who was there. You had New Zealand, who were number one in the rankings. France, who were number five in the rankings. England, who were number seven. And China, who were number ten. This wasn't the top teams in the world. It was the top team. Um, but they weren't being challenged by um, the, other, the other top teams. So I think it was a bit unfair to try and compare the two just purely on what we saw at Ham- in Hamilton. Sure, I'll leave it at that. Cool. <laughs> You're going to disagree and think that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so we head across to um, so the women's one uh, competition happens is is heading across to Australia, um, and uh, they only have they have three pools rather than um, rather than the, the, the four that the men have because there's less teams in it. Uh, so France, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, and England are in Pool A. Which means that New Zealand have just proven they've beaten France and England recently, so that's got them. That's been good preparation for them. Um, uh, Canada, who are um, who are second um, in the world, um, uh, have got. Um, oops, where's that? Uh, that was not what I wanted to do. Um, Canada uh, have got Fiji, Ireland, and Russia in their in Pool B, and then the USA, who are third in the world, and Australia, who are fourth in the world. Are joined by Spain and uh, China in Pool C. Um, so, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. New Zealand uh, have not been beaten since the Commonwealth Games last year, which they won the Commonwealth Games. They've won the both the opening two competitions, beating Canada uh, and the USA in the uh, the finals of um, the USA and Dubai. Um, so, beat USA and USA and beat Canada in Canada in, in Dubai. Uh, it's um, they've got to be odds on favourites favourite to, to to go through um, and. Uh, well, and, and do the business. We, we just talked about in the men's sevens, you've got Fiji that seem to be on another planet and the black friends are on another planet and the women's going, really? Yeah. Um, it's not that they couldn't be tipped up. Any team can be tipped up, obviously. Bouncing the ball, whatever. Rubber the green. 
pull out all the cliches. Bamper free call. Bamper free call. But, you know, it's going to take something out of the ordinary for them to not take out another title. Yep. Um, which means, yeah, they're, they're, they're on good, on track to qualify for the um, Tokyo um, Olympics. Now, just a reminder that the top four in the world standings go through automatically, um, automatically mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's basically the target for all the teams this year. It's obviously, everyone wants to win the series, but making that top four is the important piece um, because of that qualification for the Olympics. Done. Done and dusted. Dusted. <laughs> so, um, who's left this week? Do you know? Jiffy. He has. Well, you talk about Jeffy and, and, the, and Jeffy's um, wonderful talents. I'll go get a beer from the, fridge, from the freezer. Well, it, it's interesting. Like, I mean, obviously, uh, when we were going through what we're going to be talking about today, um, and apart from alluding to Paul to the lack of lights in our studio tonight, um, was the fact that we, we went across the fact that, obviously, Jeffrey Tuamanga Allen is heading off the wasp. Paul alluded, alluded to it earlier, earlier in the show. Um... But it's 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 like we talked about with um, you know the breakthrough players or a, a surprise player turning up on the scene and making it. These days, players leaving isn't too much of a surprise either. We'd heard a while ago in terms of noises of um, Tumanga Allen actually leaving. So um, when it actually came through officially, I wasn't really surprised. Uh, no, it's not. It's more just keeping um, tabs on. Um who has and who hasn't? Yeah, as, yeah, as, yeah, as, yeah, that's as, it. That's as, it. Yeah, yeah. As, as, uh, in this section, more yeah. than um, more, more, surprise, more, more than a surprise, oh, and a shock. M- more than shock, more than. I mean, God, um, the guy is twenty-eight. Um, uh, he uh, um, played his soul test in Japan in two thousand thirteen. Um, so uh, it's unsurprising mm. um, to see him go. Even, um, was he injured last year? I can't remember. Actually, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember something. Um, the um, so yeah. Oh, actually, he played in the two matches against the bar- the, um, the barbarians and the French fifteen on the northern twenty seventeen northern tour. Um, but I mean, there were a lot of injuries last year. Um, two props, and that was the year if you wanted to try and break through as a, as, as an older guy. Freddie would say um, that was the time to, to to do it, and we saw that particularly, obviously, with Carl. Uh, who came from pretty much nowhere, yep. uh, to be honest. Uh, and yeah, so if, if you didn't, if you were fit last season and didn't get capped by the All Blacks, go overseas, get some cash. <laughs> get some, you cash up. Basically, so it's yeah. Un, yeah, unsurprising that um, that Tuang Allen is, is going to do that. Mm. Um, and, uh, and as I said, you know, I, I think we'd heard things towards the end of last season that uh, he was on, a, you know, it'll be his last Super Rugby season this year. Yep. Mm. So, unsurprising. Yep. Um, there was some interesting news on Twitter today. What was some interesting news on Twitter today, Paul? Well, apparently, Mr. Hansen has got himself a new job. Do t- 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 so, what? The, mowing the lawns in the backyard? Um, the, um, and well, it they've looks, taken their page down, no, obviously. This, this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, our information is gone. This comes backtracked on it. This could be really embarrassing uh, since, yeah, the tweet has been removed um, by the looks of things. Okay, so let me I'll, I'll, let me just try and bring that up. But um, um, so apparently he is off to be the director of rugby at Toyota in the top league in Japan. Right, right. That's obviously after the Rugby World Cup. 
Yes, he's post Rugby World Cup. Yeah, yeah. So he's already signed himself up a gig. I thought that is, um, I've forgotten his wife's name, wanted him at home more. That's why he was sort of one of the reasons why he's hanging up his. Well, he doesn't wear, well, he does wear boots when they run out on the training paddock, I suppose. His coaching um, boots. Um, so, so, yep, yeah, so, so, so Sam Casey has taken the tweet down, um, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> um, uh, which, uh, so I'm going to have to try and do it from memory now as to uh, what the rumour mill is uh, as, to, as to who's going where. But um, apparently, um, Kieran Reid is going to go to Toyota 2 for two seasons. Right. Okay. Now, uh, just for those of you who are, um, haven't heard yet, um, there's the, in two seasons actually means one year in Japan for uh-huh. 2020 because they're delaying their 2019 season <clears throat> into, <throat> until after the Rugby World Cup. And basically, they're going to have two seasons in 2020. Two seasons in one year. Um, so, um, and uh, yes, Mr... I guess there'll be a Lexus as part of the package. Um, oh, sorry. Re- um, uh, and he also, he replied to me, so which, which is nice. So he hasn't released the reply, which he um, did. He said, um, I said to him, two seasons is one year next year. He said, yeah, he- yes. Hence the two seasons for Italic, but two years for Squire. So there we go. So it looks like Brody Retallick is heading off to uh, to Japan um, oh, for, yeah, for, for a sabbatical for a sabbatical for one year, um, and um, Liam Squire has decided to go for two years to Japan. Yeah, which yeah, is a I, bit interesting. That's a bit interesting, but then I've never really been convinced as Liam Squire uh, in the black jersey. Tell you the truth, I know there's a lot of fans out there for Liam Squire. He's not. not don't get me wrong. He's not a bad player, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's not, not someone that sort of says, oh yeah, I own this jersey. Um, this is really good for me, because basically I get Liam Squire and Brad Shields mixed up all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, those white people look the same to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Shields and Squire, they both start with S, they both play in yeah, six. Yeah. Um, they're, all, they're both white. <laughs> and, they're both, and as you said, they're both white. It's their name. It's not the colour of their faces. Jeez. Um, uh, and at, at 27, he could, um, he's definitely got another Rugby World Cup in him if he wanted to. Uh, but um, Oh, absolutely. The, uh, absolutely. But, but if he did leave it till then, yep. and he was like 33, um, sorry, 31, um, 32, he'd be, yeah. So, so taking two years out, um, which is what uh, Kano did. Did he take two years and that was one? Kano was the one year. Is it just one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I, I could be wrong. It's been known to happen. But I um, think it was only one year that Kano took out. So um, um, we will uh, try and Google that while um, Jerome Kano. There we go. Let's have a quick, quick look at his career. Um, so the... Uh, as, so yeah, so it's... it's he's off to Japan, which which uh, apparently uh, is, is at Liam Squire for two years. Um, and uh, the no, no, he was at um, Toyota of the Blitz, yeah, uh, twenty twelve to twenty fourteen. What three seasons? Two, two well, maybe three, to, maybe yeah. Anyway, get out. He only made eighteen appearances. No, get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, he only made eighteen appearances, so he didn't make. He didn't actually turn up that often. Mm. Um, um, but um, so maybe that's two seasons he was there for. Well, it was but, it, it was a re, um, a repair Jerome type uh, exercise as well to sort of to get that body back into shape. Yes, yeah, human shape. I, they, they they do. Um, I, there's a lot of talk in uh, Japan about uh, a lot of talk 
um, uneducated talk, talk about Japan that says, hey, um, it's, uh, uh, it's less wear and tear. And it is less wear and tear. It's not a walk in the park. Though. They do train very hard. The, yeah, they, um, they, they train harder than they play. Uh, and that they actually, but because um, the a lot of experience that people will have is the uh, is, is watching the documentary of um, Shane Williams who went over. We got to remember when Shane Williams went over, he played for a second division team right. in Japan, not a first division team. So hence they weren't at the same level um, when it came to that kind of training and stuff. And the other thing, and we see from the style that the that Japanese national team play, and so you think, well, you know. There's probably a bit of correlation back into their, comp- their uh, home competition as well. Is that while the physicality might not necessarily be there in the games, the speed of the game you th- would think would like mosquitoes buzzing around all over the place. Oh, the, the speed, the skill level, the handling and stuff. Yeah, it's all yeah. up there. Mm. Uh, it's just a yeah, it, just it the is physicality. It's not as physical. They don't play as many games um, as well. So the um, so on those sort of sides of things, you, you're quite right. They don't have um, the same. Uh, it isn't the same wear and tear on the body, but it is also they do work for their money when they're up there. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, um, they it's um, they've got to go in and if they're working for Toyota, go into the work and design a car. No, oh. I mean they've got to actually go and actually properly train and work on their <laughs> rugby. Yeah, there is talk that yes, they go up there and sell a couple of postcards for Rico, <laughs> but no, that's not what they do. They are up there as rugby players, um, <laughs> and uh, the number of rugby players that come back to South Africa um, broken. Is quite high. Uh, I mean, so um, Pollard, for example, missed the whole season um, with his shoulder out um, two years ago. I think it was now. Yeah. Uh, if you think that uh, that um, Steinman is it Steinman 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 is a bit of a flower, so it's probably not Steinman. Uh, I think Steinman anyway has come um, come back. One of the locks for the Stormers, I believe, um, has come back with uh, having rolled his ankle. Um, so he's out for the first um, six to eight weeks of the season. What? Um, for rolled ankle, he's out for six to eight weeks? Okay. He's, he's knackered his ankle, okay? Wow. Rather, rather than rolled it. Yeah, yeah, so, he must have. Okay, so he's knackered his ankle. Um, so I think he's out for uh, for for, um, for six to eight weeks. So you, so they do pick up injuries. They do do a lot of training. There is a lot of work up there. It's just not uh, necessarily as physical um, style of game as, as physical. It's still a physical game. Mm. I would still get broken and be put in hospital after about the first tackle. <laughs> um, and when I mean by about, it's because someone looking at me, one of those players was looking at <laughs> 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 um, Panic. Um, the, uh, so yes, so that's... Um, panic's just on the dance floor as well. The <laughs> panic on the dance floor. Um, so yes, that's, that's that. Th- those, those are the rumours that we've heard so far. Yes, yeah, so Hansen heading off to Japan. Uh, Reed off to Japan, Liam Squire off for two years, Brady Ritalik off for a year. Mm. Um, There's going to be some opportunities there. There is. I mean, we're still going to wait to hear about. Uh, I mean, Bowden Barrett is talk about is, is is talking of going off there. Um, I mean, one of the things that um, that Sam Casey does say in a tweet he has left on Twitter. Um, actually, oh, the other one thing was in that email in that tweet that, uh, that I've forgotten is that um, Lamapi has re-signed for two years with Hurricanes. That's an interesting call. Hmm. You think so? I think so. He doesn't seem to be in favour with the current All Black Selector panel. I mean, he probably will go to the World Cup. But, you know, when they're looking at their machinations around their midfield, 
he seems to be a secondary option rather than the one that they want. I mean, I would think post Rugby World Cup, we are looking at Lamapi Goodhue as the first choice as a centre pairing. Oh, well, I, I've been I've been saying that I'd like to see Laumapi there because I think he's very much a non type player. Yep. And uh, to me, so I sort of think I, I'd like to see him there now. But you know, he, he keeps getting bought in when oh we've run out of options, as opposed to oh yeah we're going to try this combination, we're going to try this combination. We're gonna, oh damn, one of the guys has fallen. Out. Hey, oh Lani, come in, you're in this week. Yeah, that seems to happen around him. That's why I'm sort of quite surprised. But that was kind of what's happening with. Um, a player Crusaders fly half Moana yeah so Richard Moana two years ago yeah was wasn't even in the squad was was only brought in when players got injured yep uh, as a last resort now we're talking about him being has to start or has to has to be in the 23 somehow yeah Um, yeah 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 well well, you got to fit in there Barrett McKenzie and Moana in the Match day 23 somehow. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, everyone say, yeah, he, he's, he's undroppable from that 23. Yeah. Uh, Lamapi's that kind of, in that kind of same situation where uh, I think he is, he's about... He's a bit older, though, than Moana, isn't he? Um, yes. Um, but, I mean, we've just seen someone like uh, Dane Coles, for example, has signed up for two years yes. recently. Yes. Um, a player that we all said um, head overseas because Lamapi is the ripe old age of 25. Yes, wow. <laughs> he's a bit younger than you thought. Yeah, absolutely. I, well, I thought he was 26. 20, really? I thought, well, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, he's easily got another World Cup inside him and a trip overseas to make some money. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So why not mm. um, stick around personally? Um, Give it another two years to see where, you, yeah, where it plays out, especially with new coaches coming on board. Yep. Um, so the uh, I, I think that's a good so move you, by him. You did say two years he signed for? Two years. Yeah, two years, yeah. Um, very few people signed for four, to be honest. Yeah. And I think the way that we've seen Julian Surveyor go from being best wing in the world to not. Um, the slow with, with number a, 11 bus. The slow, yes. Um, with a four-year contract. Yeah. I've got a funny feeling that the All Blacks will be very oh, wary. The All Blacks just didn't have the vision that the French club had putting in number 12, obviously, right? Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> 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 um, and the fact that he falls asleep when driving which is an interesting one um, but anyway um, now I, I think that's a good move by Lamapi uh, I say uh, he's the, with, with Crotty oh, and, I like him yeah with, absolutely with Crotty and Sonny Bill Williams both moving on after the World Cup yeah uh, he's definitely in there for uh, to me as being in the, in the as, as being the first choice mm. 12 but he's going to have to battle Marnonu for that position again isn't he I can't that's see Marnonu sticking around for more than a year <laughs> Let's be blunt about this, okay? Marnonu is here for the Rugby World Cup and the Rugby World Cup only. Um, the uh, yes, it'll be, you know, it, it is going to be interesting. I, I think that's going to be one of the side stories now. Not a side show. I don't believe it's a side show. I think it's a side story in terms of, especially after the first few games, we'll gauge. Ooh, actually, you know, if Mars not good enough, story's dead. But hang on, Mars showing some signs. Ooh. This could become interesting, and it'd be great if he did show some signs, because it'll add more interest uh, to the mundane, really, uh, of, 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 you know... Discussing all-black selections. So, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's just like, okay, he's showing he's, he's, showing he's good enough. How much, how much, uh, how much have the uh, all-black selectors uh, got, how much faith have they got in him to, to put him in there? Yeah, it's... It, I, 
don't get me I, I, I think he was probably he was the best player on the park in 2015 mm. um, I think it was more important to the All Blacks than uh, than actually probably Carter or, or and, and definitely more important than, than Richie um, so hey that big call I he, big, talk, he talked down Richie <laughs> oh I, I, I think he played probably a year maybe two years longer than he should have done really um, for Richie. his age Richie I think he I think he if if yeah, if, if 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 World Cups had fallen differently, he would have retired two years earlier. But he could. That was the reason, right? That was the thing. You know, when 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 you look at who was the replacement, Sam Kane. Okay. Now we used to say, okay, who's playing better, Richie McCaw or Sam Kane? Now well, they're on a par. At worst, they're on a par. Yeah. Some some most would have argued Richie was better, right? Yeah. So let's say they're on a par. On a par, you're going to go with dude that's played over 100 tests for the All Blacks. Oh, don't get me down. I'm, I'm not saying Richie should have been dropped. I'm just saying. I don't know, you know. I'm, sounds like you're going there, man. What I was saying was that I think that the, the, the was more important to that fit. In that, terms of the. Um, it, what he brought to the team, team and, yeah. and the step down between him and the next player. Right, yep. Uh, that, yeah, he, he, he brought, brought, he got that go forward um, that other players didn't, um, didn't do. Anyway, so. Um, so yeah, wonderful player, uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it how it pans out. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. It'll be very interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so um, some cases a, a tweet he has left on here, which is interesting. That from um, the money I'm hearing being chucked at fringe All Blacks from Japan for post 2019 is quite staggering. Foster has been on the phone frantically ringing these guys to reassure them, which tells you two things. Forget Europe. Um, Japan is the biggest threat. Uh, and the reason for that is it's a threat for one year, folks, um, in particular, because they've got two seasons in one year. You can earn twice the money in that you would year. normally in one year. So why would Foster um, stop them going? Go make the money, come back, because they seem to do that. You know, if they make good money in Japan, they do seem to come back. Well, he actually wants to have a team left. Okay, I don't think he wants the entire... Oh, he making, he's making assumptions that he's going to be the next All Blacks coach. Well, it says here, and that Fozzie is next All Blacks coach. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, um, uh, you know, and that's going to be great because that'll bring some fantastic discussion uh, because when that officially gets announced or officially comes out, there's about the, the, the Fozzie camp's probably 50-50. You think so? I, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of doubters there on the the yeah. Sure, there were a lot of doubters around Ted as well after the Rugby World Cup. Now, I to oh, me, I don't, I don't think Steve Chu really cares about what about the doubters. So, so the doubters are around Sir Ted. Sir Ted, sorry. The the the, 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 the doubters around Sir Ted were. The fact that Mr. Deans was on, you know, around as well. Yep. And that was, you know, and so you had one part of the country in particular that wanted to see Deans in. And that was, so it was not really a 50-50 thing, I don't think. I think, um, you know, although there was a lot of angst around how they lost. Yep. um, At the end of the day, there was still good faith in them because of his track record. Okay. Um. And it's amazing that... And then you look at... Sorry, just to finish off. And then you look at um, Foster's track record on his own. That's not that great. When's the last time he was on his own? 
Yeah, well, exactly. Well, eight years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The guy's learnt something in the last decade. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't got to prove it on his own, has he? No, true. And so, is it now? You're going to be head coach. You're running. You're, so you're the CEO of um, the uh, Coaches Inc. for the All Black, and you're going to run the show now. You're not the guy that's just one of the team that's feeding ideas up the tree. Yeah, but he has been very much the assistant coach. He has been number two. It's not like before when you had um, Ted Hansen and how Smith. Go, how well did we go this Hang season? With, without Ted Hansen and Smith, hmm. there wasn't a clear number two. There was there was three guys with one guy who was first among equals. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The current setup is very different to that. Hansen's number one, and Fozzie is number two, yeah. and everyone else then yeah. is under those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair so Fair he is, it's um, mm. I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I was going to say he doesn't get the respect. Um, that he perhaps deserves the fact that he's run, been running the best the best attack over the last eight years. Um, now, that's been scoring tries at will. Yeah, yeah, not not convinced. <laughs> Just not convinced. So um, I, I clearly I understand you're not convinced, but um, but, but it's yeah, going to happen. I, it is going to happen, isn't it's it? It's going to happen. Yeah, yep. As fifty fifty you as you might be, I don't think Steve too is, and I think and that's all that really matters. Um, so if, sure. yeah. okay made your point <laughs> um, it was kind of interesting because uh, I was listening to the Egg Chasers podcast today on the drive up here uh, and uh, listening to one Brian um, uh, McGuigan who is a um, not Brian uh, but, but, uh, anyway have you, have you, it's it's a South African namely place for Scotland um, he's one of those guys uh, who um, whose mum was Scottish so he used to watch Scotland at home uh, back in back in South Africa um, to be fair to him uh, so, and he was like, "Oh, yep, yeah. um, of course they do." The no, no, it sounded like that. That, that was he didn't watch any other um, Six Nations games. He just said he watched England, mum, Scotland. Yeah, Scotland games. Um, the so uh, yeah, he he was quite clear that he thought that um, Schmidt was going to be the next uh, All Blacks coach. And I was thinking, yeah, it's not even if he is available, it's not clear cut that he would get it. Um, Foster would still have a would still be would still have a chance. Um, and, but didn't, and something, were, didn't something come out this week that Schmidt's actually taken, like he's actually come, you know, he's come out and he's taken some opportunity, which means that he will be spending a lot of time with his family, which is what he wants to do. I just, I, I can't, yeah, I can't remember. I just remember I, I was I, reading something this week about what, what I was like. Well, what I read after the uh, the Six Nations um, kickoff uh, or, or, or pre-tournament media event was basically he reiterated the fact that he was not he was taking time out from coaching and that people were spying on his team well yes yeah. um, <laughs> the, but, um, but yeah so basically yeah, he's reiterating he's not going to be coaching oh, yeah. um, uh, one of the interesting ones though they did say was that look, when Gatman comes back here if he gets a job back here and if Schmidt does get back into coaching say in a year or two's time when um, I don't know Cooper goes goes overseas and one of them takes over the Chiefs and um, and then say one of them takes over the uh, takes over, over over the Hurricanes or whatever, um, or even Auckland. Uh, it could be that you've got this subplot: these two guys been to Europe, managed two national teams against each other for a long time, hmm. come back here managing um, two Super Rugby sides against each other, both basically trying to get the All Blacks job after the French Rugby World Cup. Um, it would be a, it would be you know, an interesting um, subplot uh, to have that storyline. Uh, going French think. Rugby World Cup? 2023. But 
is so we got we got Foster through till twenty twenty three. Right. Oh, right, 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 right. I got you now. Yeah. And yep. then basically they would both have yep. been back here. Yep. Done through that, that through that four year cycle, ready for after France. Yep. 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 Um, was uh, so yeah so yeah interesting kind of um, uh, storyline mm. uh, if it comes to be and mm. um, could be could be kind of fun. It's interesting, you know. I mean, Smith seems to get a lot more kudos in this country than Gatlin does, even though Gatlin was the Lions coach. So I mean, Gatlin has yeah, I mean, Gatlin has, has, has won a Lions tour, drawn a Lions tour, um, won um, uh, the uh, what won Grand Slams. Schmidt has also won a Grand Slam, but Schmidt has also beaten the All Blacks. Yeah. Whereas Gatland hasn't. Yeah. Twice, and now he's beaten them twice. He's beaten them twice. Mm. Um, also, uh, Gatland f- um, looked at the resources he had, saw he had Jamie Roberts, um, who was very good at doing one thing, which is bashing forwards for three yards. Three Don't call it Warren Ball. Exactly. Um, and basically, he got tagged with that, where everyone's saying, oh, that, that's how he coaches. Now, uh, is that how he coaches or was that the best style of rugby for the players he had available from a small talent pool mm. in Wales yeah um, mm. which is the other way so it'll be, it'll be fun if we get to have that discussion it will mm. it will be fun I mean he, he did a lot, lots of innovative things like uh, uh, a cryogen chambers what they froze them and then brought them back to life before the game no, well, no. To, 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 to aid um, recuperation, recuperation yeah, recovery, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, after a training session, they go into freezing chambers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, instead ice, of just an ice bucket, ice buckets. <laughs> How passe is that? No, no, no. What we're going to do is we're going to throw him in this room that's minus fifty <laughs> instead. Um, well, so, yeah, it'd be, you, know, you, you put them into a cryogenic chamber and do a hyperbaric chamber at the same time. What are you he's just using long words that don't that aren't real? <laughs> what chamber? What the hell's a hyperbaric chamber? That's the one that the divers use, and apparently it's really good for um, um, for injury recovery. Ah, the oh high pressure, high pressure. Yes, oh, I see. Yes, Englishman that doesn't know English. What the? <laughs> it's not English. It's Greek. It's a Greek word. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dear me. Um, so. <laughs> I think we're done. Yeah, I think we are. Yes, when we get down to hyperbarics, <laughs> we're pretty much done. And, and and now we're in the sauna as well as the room heats up. Yes, even <laughs> with no lights, which might have been a blessing. So, Christian, next thing is with us through all that. Yes, interesting rumours there at the end. Um, I will be keeping an eye on Sam Casey's um, Twitter feed for all the tweets he does tweet and also delete. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> looking forward um, and uh, yeah if you've got any other good uh, good um, Twitter uh, accounts for those that um, uh, for those that uh, do rumours especially here in New Zealand then please let me know um, I'm going to do this because hey there'll be stuff to click on for the recording um, so become a Patreon as I said don't forget Friday you can get a hat um, and uh, the uh, uh, the YouTube artificial intelligence and hey Artificial intelligence is going to take over the world. It tells you that the two videos on here you'll love to watch.